You're listening to episode number 11 of the Unraveled Mama podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Moreland. Hey, Mama. You and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Hey mama, how are you? Oh my goodness, can you believe that we are in the second week? Is it the second week of uh, November. Holy cow. I feel like 2020 has been uh, the longest year of my life, one that will never end. And also uh, like a flash, right? And what I know about the next few months is that it is going to go so, so fast. Like it's going to fly by. The time that we spend here together, November, December will be a flash and then we'll be into 2021. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not usually one who likes to force uh, the end of the year to happen so we can get to the next year sooner. But y'all, I'm over it. Like, I'm ready for a new year. I'm ready for a fresh slate. I'm ready for all the good things that are going to come our way because this year has been... I don't want to, I don't want to harp on the hardness of it. I want to look at it as a year of massive growth in areas I had no idea (laughs) that I wanted or needed to grow. And so that's the beauty of hard times, right? That's not what this uh, episode is going to be about, but I wanted to just throw that out there because I know, I know that all of you are feeling this. Um, because it's just the way that the year has gone, right? So what we are about to come up upon is one of my favorite holiday seasons. Of course, Thanksgiving, because there's so much gratitude and love for our people, for our things, for our life. And then, of course, there's Christmas. And Christmas, it has a very significant meaning um, for most of us. But for me, being a woman of faith, it is the birth of, you know, our Lord and Savior. And it's just one of my favorite times. And that's also not what this episode is about, right? This episode is about how do we manage our nutrition when we are coming up into a season of indulgence and overdoing things, you guys. So I want to give you a, I want to give you a um, process, and then I want to give you a strategy to make sure that you stay and keep your nutrition in check coming into the season of indulgence and parties and get-togethers. And although 2020 it might look a whole lot different than it has ever in the past. We're still going to be triggered. We're still going to uh, emotionally want to soothe and eat. We're still going to be going to some get-togethers. And if we can't get together, then that could trigger us to feel badly. So then we go get the food that makes us feel better. Do you see where I'm going with this here? Yeah, exactly. So 
Here is the approach that I like to take. Here is the approach that I like to teach my clients to take when it comes to the holiday season, right? And so I'm currently coaching quite a few women who have come to me in the last few months that have put on some serious weight. We're talking 30, 40, 50 pounds since the pandemic uh, became a thing in March, right? And so if we sit down and we really analyze why are people arriving to this space? Why are people putting on 30, 40, 50 pounds in a matter of March to uh, November? Well, it's pretty simple. We've been under a lot of stress. Our um, habits and our our processes, our rhythm, our systems, our um, way of life has totally been disrupted, right? At the beginning, some of us were like, yay, vacation mode for three months, right? And so we ate like vacation mode from March, April, May, and then June, we were like, oh, snap, this isn't going away. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just used the word, oh, snap. <laughs> I haven't used that since I was, I don't know, in high school. But we started to realize like, okay, we were in vacation mode, we were drinking more alcohol, we were having more barbecue, uh, leisure kinds of food, more processed foods. We were at home and we weren't as busy as far as like getting in the car, driving to work, being crazy busy at work. We had a lot more downtime. So what did we do? We ate and we drank and we stayed up late and watched Netflix and we didn't go to the gym because the gym was closed. And so we gave ourselves permission to not do the things. And then like June, July hit and we were like, oh my gosh, this isn't going away. My kids aren't going to school. What the heck? So then we started emotionally eating and soothing. Can, can anybody relate to this? If you can relate to this, I need you to communicate that to me and let me know. Let me know. Hit a reply, write an email to me, drop an emoji below because I know that most of us have been in this boat, right? Okay. So then then our kids don't go to school. Now we are emotionally eating and soothing and drinking because now we are running a business or we are working from home on top of teaching from home and there is no end in sight. And then you know what we do? You know what 2020 does? They throw an election at us. <laughs> it throws an election at our way, which, oh my goodness, right? So listen, all the things at one time, right? So here we are. This is where we are, right? We had an honest moment about how the madness went earlier in the year and how we ended up and arrived right here. And here we are. So now, now what do we do? Well, mama, there are things we can do. One of the very first things that I ask my clients to do in my Macros Made Easy program, if you do not have a process or a system or a program that you are following right now to help you manage and, and get to your goals and lose the weight and feel good and keep that for a lifetime, you and I need to chat. I want you to write me an email. Let's schedule a free discovery call where I can help you map this out. But one of the first things that I ask my clients to do right here, right now, I literally with my clients, I just had this conversation with them. What is your goal for the next two months for November and December? Are you still trying to lose weight? Are you trying to maintain your weight? Which means, listen, the work that I've done, the progress that I've made, I'm good. I just want to stay right here. I don't want to gain the five to 10 pounds that the average American gains between November and New Year's. Or are you trying to, um, so we're either trying to lose weight, 
trying to maintain it and not gain. Okay. Um, I have very, very few people. I actually only have one client who's actually trying to gain weight right now. And well, that's a whole lot of fun, right? But we're not talking about her. She's the anomaly in this situation. So once you make that decision, okay, once you make that decision, I'm either trying to lose weight still, or I am trying to maintain my weight and not gain and lose the progress that I've done. Okay. Once you understand who you are, then I want you to pick an equation. Okay. If you are somebody that is continuing to lose weight, I want you to take a 90, 10 approach. If you are somebody who is trying to maintain their weight, I want you to take an 80, 20 approach. And you're like, what in the world does that mean? So this is simply what it means. Okay. A lot of times we fall into the perfectionist mentality. We talked a lot about that in last week's episode, the perfectionist mentality. I'm all or nothing, black or white, right or wrong, good or bad, right? And I tell everybody all the time, I'm a recovering perfectionist. And what perfectionism does is when we don't meet that bar of perfectionism, what we do is we bow out and we give ourselves the excuse to do the complete opposite of what we were trying to be perfect act, right? So if we are trying to lose weight, if we don't meet that standard, that perfect standard that we set, or we, we, you know, ate outside of our boundaries, or we didn't follow the rules that we set up for ourselves. And you guys know how I feel about nutritional rules. But when you feel like you fall short, what you do is you abandon ship, the pendulum swings, and you eat all the things that you didn't allow yourself to eat right? It's one of the reasons why I love flexible dieting and macro tracking, because that is not a thing. We don't fail like that. We don't have black and white lists. We don't have good or bad lists. We don't have food, guilt, shame. What we simply have is food accountability. And we've talked a lot about that too. And so one of my favorite things to say is there are no good or bad foods, only food accountability, right? So once you make the decision on where you are, I'm trying to lose, I'm trying to maintain and not to gain, right? Then you pick an 80-20 or a 90-10. And what that simply means is that 80% of the time or 90% of the time, you are cooking your meals at home, you are staying within the boundaries that you set for yourself within your macros or within your food journaling, whichever approach you are taking right now. And then 10% of the time or 20% of the time, we are having the fun foods, the flexible foods, the processed foods, the foods that are more indulgent. And I want you to understand that when I look at an 80-20 or a 90-10 approach, um, I look at it over the month. If we look at a 90-10 or I'm sorry, an 80-20 or a 90-10 within our day, it's on a much smaller scale, right? And so what I like to do is I like to look at it as far as parties go and get togethers go is I like to look at that over the month. As far as my food quality goes, I like to look at it within my day. Okay. Does that make sense? So when I make my food today, I'm going to have 20% fun in my day. So that means I'm going to have the type of, um, dessert that I want for dinner tonight. I'm probably tonight because I want a warm dessert. I make my own homemade, um, lavash. Uh, oh my gosh. Why is it escaping me? S'mores. I totally lost it. I'm going to have that tonight because it's warm and it just literally in Arizona, we just hit like 65 degrees. We're all frozen. And so we want warm stuff. I know we're weird here. It's when it's 118 on a regular day, uh, 65 feels really cold. Okay. So 
I will look at that equation within my day, I will look at it within my week, and I will look at it within the month. Okay, so within my day, I'm going to right now, because I am maintaining, I'm not trying to lose weight right now. It's the holiday season and that's what I have decided. So I'm going to look at my day, I'm going to say, okay, 80% whole foods, vegetables, fresh foods, lean meats, whole foods that I make. That's going to be 80% of my day today. 20% is going to be the fun, flexible, processed foods that I'm not going to feel bad about when I have them, right? Then within the week, I'm going to look at whole foods, making it at home, 80-20, right? So what that means is I will probably go out to eat or have a, a meal where I'm not super sure what's in it, or it's a little more flexible, which means there's a little bit more of a processed approach to it within my week. But I'm not going to have it two or three or four times this week, because if I do that, I will fall far away from my goals. Does that make sense? Okay. And then within the month. So listen, my clients and I, we already sat down and we looked at the month and we said, okay, what does a perfect Thanksgiving look like for us? What does that look like? What does it entail? Am I traveling? Am I going to my auntie's house? Am I hosting? These are things we have to think about ahead of time. Next week, in the next week's episode, we're going to talk about planning, planning for Thanksgiving. And I'm going to tell you how to load your plate, how to approach the day. But today we're going to talk about the 80, 20, 90, 10 rule. Okay. So that's what we're already looking at. We're already making a plan. Listen, you guys, I know that making a plan probably makes you feel like the spontaneity and the food freedom goes out the window, but you will be shocked and amazed at the freedom that a plan gives you. And listen, it's progress over perfection. We make a plan and we shoot for the stars. And if we land in the sky, guess what, my friends? We're winning, right? Like that's winning. So we have to make a plan. If we go into our our holiday season blind, that's how we end up nine, 10 pounds heavier in on 2021, January 1st, and we're floored. We don't know how it happened. Let's not show up like that. Let's not show up blindly into 2021 and be like, what happened? How did this happen? Right? Because it doesn't have to be a thing. So the very first thing you're going to do is decide, am I losing weight, maintaining weight, and not trying to gain it, right? Maintaining the progress that I've made. Once I've done that, then you decide I'm taking an 80-20 or a 90-10 approach to my day, to my week, and to my month. Then you're going to think about what is my plan for Thanksgiving? Are we doing a Friendsgiving? Are we doing a family Thanksgiving? Am I traveling? Am I not traveling? Am I hosting? What is going on? We got to start mapping it out, right? Okay. Once you've done that, Then I want to talk about this never to strategy. Okay. So I told you I was going to give you a process, which is the 80, 10, 90, um, or I'm sorry, 80, 20, 90, 10. And then I was going to give you a strategy. Now this goes back to that perfectionist mentality, right? It's either right or wrong, black or white, all or nothing, good or bad. And so what happens is when we fall short of that, then all bets are off, right? Like you've been working really hard Monday through Thursday. And I'm going to use this analogy because I think everyone can relate to this. You've worked your butt off Monday through Thursday. You have eaten whole foods. You've drank your water. You've gone to bed on time. You've done your mindset work, right? Like all the, all the staples that are important for us to feel success. You've done all of those things. Then Thursday comes and you have happy hour with your husband or you have happy hour with your coworkers and you eat a bunch of the fried food and you drink a bunch of the alcohol and we've really just gone outside of the boundaries that we know make us feel good. What most people do is they go, oh, well, I already worked so hard Monday through Thursday. 
I already ruined Friday. I might as well keep going into Saturday. And then we crush Saturday. We drink all the alcohol. We eat all the things. We have no plan. We're flustered. We're just going by the seat of our pants. And then Sunday gets here and you're like, well, I already ruined Friday and Saturday. I might as well just finish it off on Sunday, watch some Sunday football and drink my drinks. And I'll start all over on Monday. And then we're in this hamster wheel of starting all over on Monday, over and over and over again, which is it's maddening. I remember being in that circle and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like so defeating. It drives me nuts, right? And so here's the never to rule. This is how this changes everything. Anytime that you eat in a way that doesn't make you feel good, you're out of bounds. You're, you, you just throw all the things into the trash that you usually try to do to keep yourself healthy and in line with your goals. Okay. You've done it. Let's say it's that Friday night at happy hour. The never to rule means that the next meal is back on track and in point, on point. So that means that Saturday morning breakfast is that egg white omelet with two regular eggs loaded with veggies and a side of toast, right? Like we're back on track the very next meal, right? And then lunch is the same exact thing. Never to off meals in a day, never. That will keep you from the all or nothing black or white mentality, right? And then that rule can apply never two days in a row, right? So if I mess up on Friday, then Saturday is on point. We don't just throw Saturday in the toilet because Friday was off, right? That's the never two rule. You guys, I've watched this rule this strategy save people from getting on the on and off hamster wheel for forever. Like it, it, that is, there's nothing more upsetting or frustrating or, or, you know, anything that will pull you away from your goals faster than being on, being off, being on, being off. It's so frustrating. It's maddening, right? So let's recap what we talked about today. So you are going to decide, am I losing weight? Am I maintaining weight and trying to keep my progress that I've already made in check, right? Most people are not trying to gain weight during the holiday season. Some people are, but not most. That's not who we're talking about. That's an episode. Actually, that's an episode that I'll probably do after Thanksgiving, okay? Okay, so then once you decide that, if you are trying to lose weight, you're going to stick to the 90-10 rule. If you are trying to maintain weight, you are going to stick to the 80-20 rule. Take the 80-20 or the 90-10 approach daily, weekly, and monthly. Then the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to start looking at Thanksgiving. What does a good Thanksgiving look like to me? right? What does it look like? I asked my clients that and some of them are saying, I would like a refeed. Some of them are saying, listen, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm going to stick to my macros. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it happen. For many years, that's what I did. I didn't do extra macros, a refeed or an untracked meal during the holidays because I was on a mission and that mission, my goals were more important than indulging in all the things. I could still be present. I could still love on my family without eating all the things, right? And then it switches. So every year is a little bit different. This year, I'm just maintaining what I've done. I'm just maintaining what I've done. So I'm going to take an 80-20 approach, right? Then after you do that, I really want you to think about the never to rule. The never to rule. Never to off meals or off days in a row. Mama, I hope that this uh, process and this strategy brings you a little relief during a season that is just one for the books, right? You know, I love you all and I'm always thinking about you guys and I am sending you incredible, positive, loving vibes. I am so grateful for you. Until we chat again next week, 
Be well. I'll talk with you soon. Bye-bye. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.